There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can better connect with customers and keep them happy. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Howdy, folks. It's Thursday, July 14th. I'm Jacob Cohen sitting here with Juliet Benarila, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the unbundling of online dating, why people have had it with swiping left, and how all kinds of companies from giants like Tinder and the Match Group to tiny little startups are getting creative with love. But before we get to that, let's talk through the latest news in business and tech. Let's get crackalacking. Juliet, what are you looking at? All right. So I know you have some thoughts on this one, but it's official. Netflix has announced that Microsoft will be its partner in developing its ad-supported subscription model. Wow. They've been talking about it for a while. They finally picked Microsoft. It was rumored they had been talking to Google and NBC Universal, but Netflix yeah. said not only does Microsoft have the ability to support its needs, but it was able to offer, quote, the flexibility to innovate over time, end quote, with both tech and sales, plus privacy for Netflix users. So earlier this year, Netflix obviously saw its stock plummet after it announced it lost a ton of subscribers, about 200,000, but shares did get a baby bump of about 2% upon the news. Okay, okay. When it comes to this ad-supported tier, we don't really know much about it. We don't know when it's happening. Netflix said it's going to take a while. We don't know what it's going to cost. We don't know what kinds of ads it will show. I would expect ads for other Netflix shows mixed in with more traditional TV ads, but all we know is that it's coming. Right. We will see. All right. And in other news, U.S. consumer inflation rose 9.1% year over year in June, the largest jump in 40 years, the Bureau of Labor Statistics reported on Wednesday. Adjusted for inflation, workers' hourly wages fell 1% during the month and are down 3.6% from a year ago. Do not love that. Mm, no. Moving along, though, TikTok introduced a new content rating system called Content Levels. In an effort to make the app safer for younger users, the system is geared to classify content on the app in a similar way to the age rating system used by the Motion Picture Association. Now, TikTok's had some serious problems here recently. For instance, a group of parents recently sued TikTok. We spoke about that the other day after their children died attempting dangerous challenges they saw on TikTok, allegedly. And mm. there are also former content moderators who were suing the company for its failure to support their mental health. So a lot going on on TikTok around content ratings and moderation and a lot more to come, I'm sure. Right. I always think of that scene in Jurassic Park where like they're looking through like this giant pile of dinosaur dung to like, <laughs> that is what content moderation feels like to me. <laughs> That's a good analogy. And last but not least, or I don't know, maybe least, Tesla asked its Texas customers to avoid charging their Teslas during peak times yesterday while Texas experiences a heat wave. They were doing this to prevent blowing out the state's power grid. Tesla sent an alert to customers in car screens asking them to avoid charging their cars from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. Now, on the one hand, I think this is a 
very cool way to address a problem like this. On the other hand, I have a feeling it's a problem that we're going to be seeing a lot more often. Mm, yeah, for sure. All right. And with that, let's talk dating. All right. So as it turns out, helping people find their soulmate while taking a was truly an innovative invention, right? A third of new marriages start on an app. So monetizing the potential for love has clearly proven lucrative. But uh, many people, and I don't think this is much of a secret, many people struggle with online dating and especially just the classic online formats that we've become accustomed to. So dating apps, for example, a lot of them tout just super high user and match counts. I think Tinder says they have matched 55 million people since they started doing their thing. But in reality, the chances of an AI successfully finding you lasting love post-match especially are very slim. A great stat that I, I think is, is really interesting is that prior to COVID, 30% of U.S. adults tried their hand at online dating. Yet 28% of U.S. households are now single-person households, and that's up from 13% in 1960. So while we have so much more access to dating, theoretically, than we used to, so many more people are living alone. Mm -hmm. So what, you know, what happened to this promise of just swiping right for love, right? I saw this interesting report that found dating apps have worse customer satisfaction than industries like airlines. Right. What's interesting, though, is because of all this scale, uh, because of how big some of these apps have gotten, it's presented an interesting opportunity. And it's presented an interesting opportunity for all these kinds of new, extremely niche offerings. So for example, there's this really interesting dating app and community called the Locks Club. And it bills itself, this is a quote, as mm -hmm. private dating app for Jews with ridiculously high standards designed to feel like a speakeasy hidden within an old school deli. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's extraordinarily niche. And reportedly, thousands of people use it and pay for it. I think it's $96 a year. Mm -hmm. And that's just one of so, so many new kind of niche dating apps that are coming about. And uh, what's interesting is Locks Club offers human matchmaking services too. And that is actually an interesting increasing focus in the space at large. Match started offering human matchmaking last November for, I think, $5 a week. There's this other company, Amber, which launched last year, which organizes exclusive in-person events for small matchmaker chosen groups. Uh, and I just think that's super interesting that we're reverting mm -hmm. back to matchmaking because people just think it probably works better, right? Yeah, maybe people will do that thing where you make a videotape of yourself, like a VHS tape of yourself, and then you, you exchange VHS tapes. I suppose they could do that with like a TikTok style format. Oh, you're exactly right, because there are countless other apps that are popping up that are being built around these unique twists on the classic mm -hmm. feed, okay. some of which do exactly what you just said, basically TikTok, but for dating. And I was just looking through some other interesting apps. And I, I'm telling you, there are literally hundreds, if not thousands of these. But a few that I found that piqued to my interest were uh, ones called Schmooze, which lets you swipe on people's memes instead of their photos. Mm -hmm. There's this other one, Newit or Newt. Uh, I'm honestly not sure how to pronounce that. It might be Nui. 
It might be night in French. I don't know. Oh, perhaps it's <laughs> Nui. And they use your astrological signs. Mm -hmm. And then there's one in the UK called So Synced, and they run personality tests and match people based on that. I think that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. There's Dig, which is for dog lovers. There's Kippo, which is basically a metaverse for dating. And I just think the blessing and the curse for all of these will be their networks, right? Because too big... And you'll be considered cliche. Mm -hmm. Too small, and there's just not going to be enough options for people. You know, the other challenge with dating apps, as has been the case for a decade, will just be getting people to actually go on dates, no matter what the interesting twist is. Right. Yeah. I, you can match all day long on Tinder, I suppose. But like getting someone to actually meet you and show up and be who they said they were, that that's probably another story. Yeah. But at the end of the day, though, I think people uh, doing online dating take one look at a picture and have made their decision like 99% of the time. <laughs> For sure. Yes. Like there are automatics. What is swipe left? Like automatic swipe left. Automatic rapid fire. <laughs> yes. The meme in the newsletter today is about that. Check it out. Yeah. Are you holding a fish? Yes or no? I feel like fish picks are mm, no. holding a fish picks. That's a good one. <laughs> Bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Juliet Benarila. If you liked what you heard today, we've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can sign up for at thehustle.co. Have a terrific Thursday, and we'll see you tomorrow.